Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, Pop Chasers, and thanks for joining us on this beautiful Tuesday, April 20th. I'm Allison, joined by Kate Ward. Hi, Kate. Hello. And we are the hosts of Pop Chaser, a daily podcast brought to you by The Dip. It is a new day, which means we've got some pop culture headlines to break down. Uh, I do want to just inform everyone that Darius is still missing. Still missing. Um, We have not succeeded in finding him. We haven't found him yet, um, and I don't think the local authorities in Northeast London have found him. The reward is growing, uh, and as I said last week, this person is it's this is considered an abduction. This is not considered an escape. So uh, proceed with caution when it comes to the hunt, but bring Darius back safe. (laughs) I also think this was a story that brought a lot of perspective into the behind the scenes of Pop Chaser. Uh, You know, we had our drama last week, but I think we've all banded together at this point to really fight for the discovery of the rediscovery of Darius since we have discovered Darius and his story. It's it's interesting that you're the one to say that the drama (laughs) is behind us. Uh, But sure, yeah, we'll put... Uh, what's gone was what, what is last week is last week. We are moving into a new week, but I will just say guys, if we can bring Darius home, this will, I mean, this could be our cereal. Oh my like God. This, yes. This could be cereal for us. You this guys town so Darius town we slowly start shifting into just covering Darius. But for today, we actually do have a lot of stories to hit. Um, and the first one is it's Oscar week. Oscar week. I can't believe it. It feels like it took forever to get to this point. At the same time, it feels like it's coming up pretty fast. So crazy to think that the Oscars were the true, like last feeling of normalcy in 2020. It was a live show, which that's crazy to think in 2020, we had a live show of the Oscars where it had a red carpet and had people accepting their awards, celebrities all like breathing the same air together, putting out particles into that room. And it happened. And now we have something that's a little bit of a question mark of what exactly we're going to get on Sunday. Yeah, it, it feels like it's going to be a bit of a mishmash. And I was saying this earlier, but I do feel like they they kind of are vague about the details because like if they have to change it then no one's like can you believe it they changed it I wonder who got COVID or something like that (laughs) so so we really don't know what to expect on Sunday but we do know that awards will be given out (laughs) yeah like all of of, like the ads for it are like you may see a celebrity a trophy (laughs) (laughs) someone could be in a dress exterior but I mean other than that we are it's a big it's a big like let's find out they're certainly trying to hype it up Uh, I feel like award season this year 
it's it, it it's like I want all or nothing. Like I don't want to watch a Zoom award show. So personally, I'm like just mail them, mail them the the <laughs> statues and post on Instagram. I'll find out eventually. You'll yeah. I'll find out. I think the the award season this season is the equivalent of Jason Sudeikis in a hoodie. It's like slightly confused. Um, it, it is surprised at how it's turned out to be. Um, and also just sort of like red in the eyes because it's just been a long year. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're all on some type of substance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Most <laughs> definitely. But there was a fun story that I found on EW that, um, you know, since we can't really look forward that much, we can look back a little and it was a collection of Oscar winners and where they keep their Oscars. Oscars. And so they, these celebrities and producers and what have you took a photo of where their Oscar is in their home. And I have to say, I, I actually found it a little shocking. <laughs> like if you came to my old desk at Bustle, and I think that you would agree that my interior decoration at the office was nothing, nothing to really be excited about or impressed by. <laughs> it was, it was like minimalist chic. We'll call it chic. I think it was more college dorm with <laughs> I was being nice with, was being with nice. some uh, with nice. the corporate energy but um but I basically had like this little windowsill and it just like kind of threw all of like the awards bustle had run run and all that stuff on there and it just kind of was like this mishmash of just like trophies or whatever and it it didn't look there was no like reverence placed towards these trophies whatsoever it was just sort of like okay we'll put that there whatever and this is kind of the same energy that i'm getting from some of these celebrities i i mean where would you put your oscar i would definitely go the way of like just putting it on my mantle and here's the thing if i if i'm winning a lot of oscars i like if i'm having a parasite year or you know whatever I'm going to put it in a bookshelf with multiple where I'm winning like golden. I'm where I'm winning all my, but if I have one single Oscar, it's just going to go on my mantle. I would be a little bit more humble about it. Well, I think that that's sort of, it's a humble, but it's also like you're doing like the humble brag where you have the, sure. you have the Oscar, but you're sort of like, oh, that's just my Oscar. Don't pay attention to that. That's just my Oscar. I'm just like, putting whatever. it up on my, on my mantle, just yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to but that's another right version to, of a brag. Like, my grandma's urn and next to my kindergarten <laughs> picture. <laughs> but that's honestly, the, that's the truth. And that's the way that people are presenting it here. I mean, you have people that put it, and I think it's like funny when people put it next to like, there's like Melissa Etheridge has it next to a softball trophy. And I think that that's like a little bit silly and fun. Um, and then I you have like some people the, who like dressed, dressed up it. ones. Yeah, yeah. Like Mercedes Raul, uh, dress it up in a coat. And F. Murray Abraham has it in a tutu, which is really adorable. So some people have done some fun stuff with it, but I feel like in all, it's a very underwhelming way of placing your Oscar. Well, I'm sorry that they disappointed you. They really did. Um, well, we don't, ha we have some non-disappointing news, which is the, the news that Netflix has renewed a season two of Ginny and Georgia, which I am so excited about. Did you watch it, Kate? I'd never watched it, but I feel like I know so much about it, given how much we covered it on the dip and everything. And yes. I know that people are like, there are people that are fans of each different storyline. There are some people that like really enjoy the Ginny storyline and really enjoy the Georgia storyline. I haven't heard of many people who love both, but do you have a perspective on that of which one? Oh, you I like both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. 
And I've said this before, I'm not trying to hang out with some high school teens. And that's for like, I'm just like, I don't want them to bully me. I have nothing in common with them. Yeah, we fear the and teens. The teens the teens in the show do scare me a little. They're way too cool. Way too cool. But I think that the actress that plays Ginny is is fantastic. And and I love Georgia and I love I love their little mother daughter Gilmore girlsy duo. Uh, and I just thought this the show was fun. I watched it all in one day very easy goes down easy uh and and there's some mystery to it which i appreciate i love a mystery some murder i love murder so i'm excited for season two jason street is he gonna come back yeah i think so i mean he he is like a pretty integral part of this the plot line so i think that um as far as i'm concerned everyone's coming back there's an announcement on instagram i learned quite a few of the actors have accents oh really shocked me British accent? yeah I think that like again when it, oh I think one was like an Australian one. Oh wow I don't know look guys I don't have the ear for accents but I will say I definitely am excited for season two I think that it's just gonna get maybe a little darker uh and and I think that that's what people didn't expect I think they thought this was gonna just be like a heartwarming wholesome show and it certainly has those elements but it has the dark undertones to it that I think is what drew people in and then kept them in. So I hope that it comes quickly because I really don't want to wait. And, and I wouldn't, I, I feel like I'm sounding like an ad for it, but I actually want to see what happens next. So, uh, I will be watching that space. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure we're like at least a year out. Yeah. But, I mean, everything that's greenlit for a season two, we have to be very, very patient for. Yeah. But I will wait patiently and twiddle my thumbs and there's no shortage of shows for me to watch until then, which is my segue into our Bravo segment. Oh my God. The Bra- Bravo is the actual gift that keeps giving during COVID. They're yeah, like, so, they are the only ones that are producing anything. It feels well, like that's what I wanted to touch on. So like, yes, you you're right. We have to be patient with like these next seasons, except for Potomac real Housewives of Potomac is coming back this summer, which is like the quickest turnaround I've ever seen considering it ended like two hours ago. <laughs> Like last season ended it so really recently. It was not that long ago, but like, I feel like, you know, time is a flat circle at this point. So I don't even know. So you're saying Potomac was coming back. I was like, well, I guess it's that time of year again, but it was actually I mean, just it over. It is, it is that time of year, but I didn't realize that that time of year was coming. It's like Christmas in July kind of thing, you know, but right. it, it genuinely ended, I think like end of like 2020, like December and like end of 2020, like, which is not that long ago. No. And when you compare it to some other Bravo shows, like, let's say like, I mean, not that I am fighting to have this back anytime soon, but you know, Vanderpump rules hasn't been on since. Oh, I have, some, I have some scoop on that actually <gasps> oh, that I didn't tell you about, uh, but may I share it with you? Yes, absolutely. So my friend texted me uh, a screenshot of a comment. <laughs> this is getting really convoluted. Uh, that Dana, you remember Dana? She loves yes. stand up. Um, <laughs> takes it very seriously. Somebody like posted on her on on like her Instagram saying that they love her podcast. Uh, she can't wait. They can't wait for it to come back, and they can't wait for her to come back to the show if it comes back. And she says, "I'm not returning, but excited to see next season." 
in the podcast will be back, whatever. We don't care about the podcast. So we didn't know she wasn't returning. Well, I think and it's that also like, implies there will be another season. Exactly. So it's like, I mean, look, this is not like the con the big confirmation, but it is speaking in terms of the show returning and Dana not returning, which again, like I really don't care. I almost wonder if I, I wonder who of the the new the new generation will return um, because Dana was like the least problematic. Hey, I think none of them. I think it's going to oh, be. Oh, I hope totally- Danica comes back. Uh, I hope to God Danica comes back. I don't think she will. There's enough people who disliked her. And I I I mean, of course you'd like disliked her, but no, but like, we got to watch her. She got some bad flack. Oh, really? Well, I mean, look, I just loved watching somebody have to like blow into a breathalyzer before turning on their car on TV. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, she, she was iconic in her way. That's for sure. But you're right. I mean, this show, who knows when that show is coming back. Also, Danica might not know what she's even talking about. Or I'm sorry, Dana might not even know what she's talking about. So, mm-hmm. like, take it with a grain of salt. But I, that was an interesting little tidbit I saw over the weekend. But, yes, Potomac coming back this summer. That is a quick turnaround. They gave a teaser over the weekend. Uh, and it looks just as chaotic as it always is, which is great. Karen, Karen says the term fiery box. So, I mean, we're in for a real season. We're in for a real season, guys. It's going to be good. But then we also, like, ahead of that, though, we've got, like, so many other things premiering. Everything. Like, literally everything. May. (laughs) Beverly Hills and Housewives, and they just released the taglines today. And I got to say, like, I don't know if the energy is low because of COVID and everything, but, man, those taglines left a lot to be desired. Of all my vices, being glamorous is one I'll never give up. I'm sex positive and BS negative. I may say the wrong thing, but my intentions are always right. I've had to work twice as hard for half as much, but now I'm coming for everything. Just like New York City, Sonia Morgan never goes out of style. I feel like they were all pretty... Oh, I disagree. I thought that Leah's was like lame, but she was trying with like, I'm sex positive, but I'm BS negative. That one was the only one that was somewhat clever. I mean, like someone from like Sonia, I feel like somebody who we expect more from and hers is just like New York City. Sonia Morgan never goes out of style. Let me get to what I was going to say though. Ebony and Leah, I thought had the best taglines. The other three were dated old crusty taglines and that's them that's them okay that's fair that's fair and I'll I give think you that. that this is the this is the moment that the show is trying to show us we need to usher the old out and bring in the new it's like they're in on the joke I mean Luann's doesn't even reference anything that's going on and to be fair I do feel like the mid-season taglines when they switch it up are always a little bit better because you can refer to you know relationships with the other cast members but like I mean Luann's most iconic one was the one where she's like I'm guilty for being fabulous (laughs) and it was like in reference to her arrest but I you know I think that I think that like the Ramona one is already, she's already apologizing for things she says in her, in her tagline. <laughs> and Sonia's is just awful, but I'm like, oh shit, is Sonia going to be plugging this, like 
this clothing line fashion again line. All I know season. that's what I thought too that this was just definitely like her way in to be able to talk about the clothing line I, we had almost too much of it last season I don't think we need any more of it well I mean look I'm happy for I, her but I don't regret us getting her giving Leah that cashmere sweatsuit and the pink hat but it felt to me like we were really establishing who our leads were and it was not our, it was not our veterans. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. a hot take guys. It's a hot take. You can take it or leave it. Also announced yesterday was the Shaws of Sunset season nine trailer came out. I'm so excited. It comes out May 16th. So just to like recap, this is what we have coming up. We have May 4th, New York. May 16th, Shaw's a Sunset. May 19th, Beverly Hills. That is a stacked two weeks. And I, quite frankly, I'm like, you know, like everyone's like hot girl summer, like vaxxed and waxed. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what my Bravo tagline is where I'm like inside watching Bravo. It's like Bravo girl summer. I don't know. Tweet, <laughs> tweet, tag, review with your, your ideas. But I mean, this is going to be a good summer where they're just giving us everything. And I think that we deserve it. I think we deserve it. Um, but yeah, yeah, Shaws of Sunset. I, I love Shaws of Sunset. I watched every season at the very, very beginning of the pandy. And I became obsessed. The trailer kind of concerns me because MJ reminds Reza that he wasn't there for her uh, when she gave birth to a whole, an entire whole baby, which like if you watch Shaws of Sunset, you know, like that was the only thing she would ever say last season. Um, so I really don't want it to be a Reza versus MJ season again. I don't care if they're friends, but I just don't want to watch them fight about being friends. Uh, but Golnessa is like the voice of reason. Mike is going to have some drama. It's I just cannot wait. If you want to watch a show where the loyalty is all they talk about and then they have no loyalty at all, watch Shaws of Sunset. These yeah, I miss that entire like boat of Shaws. I've never seen it, but like I know that it has so many loyal fans. Is there a, a season to jump into if you have? I would it? say so. Watch season seven and then go into the last season, which was season eight, because you'll get the dynamics. Mm -hmm. But because season eight is so much about like this crumbling friendship, and like they have been friends for like twenty years. So I mean, it was a big deal. But like the way that they will turn on each other at the drop of a hat, I, when I would watch them on like watch what happens live or even out during their reunion, you would get like one step forward where they'd be like, you know what? I think there is a future for us to become friends. And then a breath later, they will be like, you're the scum of the earth. And I think you should jump in front of a truck and I never want to see your ugly fat face again. Like they will say that to each other. And you're like, what happened? What just, what just happened? Anyway, you get it's like a great whiplash. Show. You do get whiplash. Speaking of whiplash, if you have whiplash, you should call our friend, Mr. Craig Conover of Southern Charm. Great segue. <laughs> because a commercial just came out, uh, a commercial, quote unquote commercial. I, and I think it's a regional commercial. It's, it looks like a regional commercial. I could not find it online other than on TikTok. Hi, I'm attorney Craig Conover. You may recognize me from TV or through my brand, Sewing Down South. But you probably don't know that I'm also a personal injury lawyer. Here's the deal. If you get hurt in a car wreck or on the job, you need someone that you can rely on. That's me. If you've been injured, call me today at 843-829-HURT. That's 843-829-HURT. Remember, don't get run over, call Conover. 
But yeah, he, he is a personal injury attorney, uh, as you've probably seen on his Instagram on, on, you know, what the web's on the website, on the internet. And he has a commercial, uh, urging people to call him if, if they are in, of course, he can only practice in South Carolina. Uh, if you are in a car wreck or hurt on the job, give him a call. And, and his, <laughs> his tagline is don't get run over call Conover. It like sort of, it, I mean, it doesn't it, work at all. Because yeah. the, two, the two, the two statements work against it's each other. It's very much like, you know, new kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Like it has that sort of energy that he's LFO telling energy. me don't get run over. Okay. I won't get okay, run over. But then, and then you then can't call, call. Yes. But why would I call you if I don't get, if run, I, over? You get run over? Yeah. No, that's a good question. Yeah. It's and a, then, so he's, he's always had problems. with All it needed to be was if you get run over, you call Conover. And also he's rhyming over and over. But he could also be saying like, run, like, don't get run over, like with like massive legal bills from those lawyers that won't help you. I think you're giving him a lot of credit with that. <laughs> trying. I'm trying to help him out a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I'm, if I am ever in South Carolina and I am on one of those like golf carts that him and chef drive around in, I will call him and I, and I certainly will take advantage of, of, of his, his legal expertise. But I the thing that's so like beautiful about this is that like, this could be, it could like, it could be a deep fake. We don't know. It could be a prank. It could be whatever, or it could be absolutely a hundred percent. There's an Instagram real. page. I found it. And I went to their website. It looks like it was created on Wix.com. No disrespect to Wix, but like, it's like one of those things where like you get an ad during a podcast and they're like, you want to like control what look, what your, what your internet searches look like, create your website on Wix.com. That's what this looks like. But <laughs> But, and hey, and if Wix wants to advertise with us, by all means, but we, I, I think this is a very real thing. My guess though, is you submit a, you know, a, an inquiry and you get a call from some guy named like Ted, who's like, ah, I'm, I'm the associate. I'll take care of you. Craig, that's just his name. We're just doing that for business. And then you're <laughs> like, well, I'm not, I don't want this anymore. I'm trying to get represented by Craig Conover. Conover. Also, I thought it was Conover. That's what so, I thought too. So that's where I'm getting thrown off. But like, there's also, is there a bit of this that could be that it's also him almost like playing up the, like it's almost an advertising technique no. in itself to be like a retro, like local ad for mm. personal attorney. No, no, I just don't believe that. I think he's dead serious. <laughs> I've never known the man to, to, to be one for a comedy. Like, I think he's doing this like full, it's full. He's fully earnest. He's in anyway. Well, we should probably get into our deep dive of the day. Kate's taken over today because I'm still too emotionally distraught from what happened <laughs> last week. So I'm going to be taking a pause on diving deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so I'm going to tease a little bit of what we actually have to come next week with our new episode of TV watch repeat that's going to come out on Monday will be about one tree Hill. So that kind of just sets up what got me into this rabbit hole. So oh. I was thinking about Gavin DeGraw, you know, who sings the song, the theme song to one tree Hill. Um, you know, I don't want to be or whatever. And I remember it. I was like, 
there was a, that day where he got beat up in New York by like a bunch of like bar goers. So I started looking into that story and it's, it's true. He was in the East village of New York and he had had a few drinks and he was approached by like a group of people. Words were exchanged to some, I don't know in what degree, if they knew he was Gavin DeGraw or what, then there was a fight. And then afterwards he walked like 10 blocks and then got hit by a taxi cab. <laughs> so it just made me then start thinking about like what, who had the worst day ever in history and so I ended up on the subreddit in which like there were a bunch of people who talked about like, you know, who had the worst day in human history. And it's obviously pretty hard to tell. There are some that like, you know, um, there's one person who uh, survived both atomic bombs in Japan. That's over a few days, though, obviously. There is somebody uh, named Robert Francois Damiens who tried to kill one of the old kings and then like basically had the worst death ever. And he was basically drawn and quartered, but like, it was taking longer than expected. So all this stuff happened. So it like got really gross. But then I ended up landing into something about the worst year ever, which was 536 AD. And it actually gives us a bunch of perspective because this was a year in which for an unknown reason, I mean, we found out a little bit later likely, but for some reason, suddenly a deep fog just covered at least all of Europe for two whole years. So there was no sun whatsoever. And then a few years later, a bubonic plague came through and killed like a bunch of people during the Byzantine empire. And so this is what, why they call this the dark ages. And it turns out it was probably likely a volcano that erupted and kind of caused this giant fog. Um, might've been Krakatoa, might've been something else, but two years of just darkness, of darkness. So it made me feel a little bit better about my day that, you know, I have a little bit of sunshine and I also am not getting beat up in the East Village and then hit by a taxi cab. That is crazy. I don't know if I would know what Gavin DeGraw looks like. No, I wouldn't either. And I watched the whole video when she talked about getting attacked and I, I was like, that's Gavin DeGraw. I, and, and he, he spoke about it very openly and um, almost very nostalgically in some sense. So, I mean, you got to look back on something like that. And just be like, you know what? I have an icebreaker whenever I'm in a crowd. Yeah. I can just say like, anyway, what was your worst day? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so that, that was a very meandering way down the rabbit hole that led me to the fog. year 536. 536. And, you know, a year of darkness, famine, starvation, et cetera, because of that fog. Plagues. So. Yeah, wow. the plague. So we're starting, we're starting off our week here with just some light plague talk. Well, that I, the whole time you were talking about that, it reminded me of the drought in California in Cinderella story. And I was like, well, that was tough <laughs> for them too. And that's also tied to One Tree Hill because of Chad Michael, Chad Murray. Michael Murray. So really what this really is coming to is that every single disaster in history can be directly drawn to somebody that's involved in One Tree Hill. Oh, I was going to say can be directly drawn to TV Watch Repeat, a podcast <laughs> where we revisit some of the most iconic TV pilots of all times, released on Mondays by The Dip. Check us out. Uh, one Tree Hill is next week, and it is a good one because I love One Tree Hill. Kate's never seen it. So for once, I was able to, like, fan out on things, uh, and, and I feel like our audience will really enjoy it. Um, and, of course, subscribe, review, 
do all of the things. You can use our code POPCHASER for 50% off the dip. Uh, we are commenting it up there and it's a lot of fun. So make sure to find us there and follow us on all of our handles, the dip at the dip. And until tomorrow, when we'll have a new batch of headlines, cheers. cheers. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.